Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. The lads are here. We're doing back-to-back jacks. This is part two of our season gradings. Today, we're doing the Western Conference. Now, you guys will be tuning into this the week later, but this is the first time ever. Season four, first time in Daily Dribble history. We're doing back-to-back episodes. Don't tell them, No, it's a brand new day. What a great new day. Just for the pure effects of it all, we've all changed tops. Um, (laughs) New day. Movie magic. How are we feeling, fellas? Are we feeling still refreshed? I'm still actually feeling a bit re-energized, to be honest. I feel good too, Lee. Momentum's kicking in. I'm ready to uh, go into hyperdrive right now. Get your words. Yeah, Yeah, what's that? (laughs) Kick on. No, it's good. Well, as always, I'm your host, Nick Zammett, here back for episode two of the fourth season of the Daily Dribble podcast. Joining me... Mr. Lee Hancock, Mr. Roe Hancock. How are we going? Lads, as we said, this is part two. Last week's episode, we did our Eastern Conference predictions. Today, we are doing our Western Conference ones. So, I There's no mucking about. I won't won't muck around too much, but as we said on the first installment, we would love to hear from you guys what you think, where we went right, where we went wrong, um, who does their order the best. Um, Be sure to hit us up. Tune into our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok for all the latest news. Um, as well, I hope you guys you know I know we're doing this immediately after, but the mm-hmm. week later, the NBL season will be in full swing. Hope you guys are certainly enjoying that. I know we certainly are as well. Uh, big shout out to both the cover and the Spotlight Sports Network. Certainly appreciate their continued support. Uh, let's get into it though. There's no mucking around here, lads. Nick, let's, start us off. Let's kick start with now. I'll just say, and I said this last week. Mm-hmm. The East was it was the hardest the East has ever been to do. It was yeah. so so deep. Um, likewise, it's the case with the West as well. Mm, um, I think difficult. a lot of these eight, to, these top eight to ten teams will be cl- quite close in mm. win standings. So it was really, uh, I think there'll be quite a few discrepancies here. Yep. Uh, Kickstarting with the Dallas Mavericks, I've got them in eighth. Now I think from latest reports, it seems as if their big off-season acquisition. In, in Christian Wood there, it seems as if he might be coming off the bench as in a sixth-man role. And not overly happy about it either by the sounds of it. You wouldn't be, would you? Not if you're Christian Wood and you've come from being the focal point on um, as a big man. No, you wouldn't be. It seems as if be. new acquisition from the Phoenix Suns, JaVale McGee, oh. will be starting now. What a career resurgence he's had. <laughs> oh. He was, he, he, well, he still is the the ultimate shacked in a full meme. Yes. Um, but he really turned his career around there. Um, and now it looks as if he'll be getting the starting spot with the Mavs. Guy's got handles. Um, I think for me, they're going to need role players. Maxi Kleber, Tim Hardaway Jr., who should be returning healthy, uh, Josh Green, Davis Batans, all need to step up now that Jalen Brunson's gone mm. to the Knicks. Um, Dinwiddie as well. For mm. me, I think Luca is going to be phenomenal and is certainly my pick for MVP. So just quickly, um, so you think Luca MVP finishing eighth? Yeah, now, yeah, you see, when I said this last week, uh, or two, a fortnight ago, mm. uh, two episodes ago, the last episode of season three, I gave my award predictions. Yes. And I said that they would have to finish probably top four to five for him to be MVP. Mm. And I would agree with that. As I did this, and I kind of thought more about that point I made on the episode, the, the similarities to Russell Westbrook winning it with OKC mm. um, in a team that was pretty – Finish lowly. Um, the triple-double season. Triple-double season. I think Luca could well have a triple-double season. Um, I think, though, just for that pure fact that a lot of these teams, I think, you know, between eighth and fifth, there might be only mm. a couple of games separating them. Mm. Mm. So I, I think... So if, even though they're eighth in position, the yep. win-loss record isn't going to be that significant. I think it'll be enough. If they can somehow eke out 45 wins, if they're, if they're a plus 500 team, which I think they should be, mm. um, he's, he's every shot. Um it's just, I think he's going to be phenomenal. It's just whether enough people can come with him for the journey. Oh, look, I'm with you in terms of that, in terms of him being just so valuable, as valuable as any other player to his team. Most just, valuable? Not for mine. I think he'll be in the top three or four. No, you said Giannis last week. I think you? Giannis. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think he'll still be super valuable to his team. Um, I've got the Dallas Mavericks at sixth position this year. Yeah, cool. um, so could he could he win it from there? Potentially, yeah. Yep. I think he could, okay. yeah. Uh, I think if you're probably, in my mind, I think if you're finishing within maybe the top six positions, mm-hmm. you you are always in contention. Um, it will be interesting to see what the loss of Jalen Brunson does to their team. Mm-hmm. He was the second guy on that franchise. 
um, particularly as Tim Hardaway sort of faded into the shadows. It was weird what happened with Tim Hardaway. He sort of went he from got that. Injured. Yeah, he did get injured, but he also went from that supporting act for Luka Doncic to a guy who wasn't even getting a gig really thinking, eventually. Is it Hardaway? Is it Dinwiddie? It ended up being Brunson. Is yeah. Hardaway? Easy way. Oh, look out, zing. <laughs> Good one, Nick. Um, the one that I'm most intrigued about this year, though, is Christian Wood off the bench. Yes. I, I'm wondering how that's going to work. I, as soon as I acquired Christian Wood, I was thinking he's going. he has to be the starting centre on oh, that team. Hey, and, I couldn't believe it when I read this. Year. This came out only the, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, like it. It's, lost for words. <laughs> I, I, I was lost for words when I read because yeah. I thought every indication, especially if JaVale McGee is going to start, yeah. I thought that big, that younger player, that big money contract of, of Wood yeah. would have, would have started you. for sure. You'd have to be super disgruntled in saying that. I think Luke is good enough to, like, I think at the end of the day, they're going to be in a contending position, whether that be sort of around the six, seven mark or around the eighth mark. Question then, just quickly before you go, Lee, mm. and you can answer this as well if you'd like to. Do you think just thinking about this a little bit more as mm. to why they might be looking at bringing Wood off the bench, do you think it's because he's got a more overall skill set? Whereas if, mm. like, McGee, he's going to be complemented by Luca, by Dimwitty, these these other starters, mm. whereas Wood probably has a more well-rounded, like, skill set that can probably translate better with a second unit. I don't mind Do you reckon that. that could be the reason? Yeah. It's not because he's a, a worse player than um, McGee because no. that's not true. So, yeah, he's hit it on the head, I'd say. I, th- I think you're right. And I think you also don't want, on offense particularly, you don't want too many mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. But it was a little it – was, it was, it's still strange for mind. I, I think a guy like Christian Wood, um, particularly given they're thinking of starting Javal McGee, I, I would start Christian Wood. Absolutely. Every single day mm. of the week. Well, press on, my good man. Go ahead with Denver. Oh, forget about me. Oh, no oh, shit. Hey, Sorry, man. Sorry. Forget about the old Sorry, man. Sorry, Dallas. Lee. Most good teams have a core. Did you to pull me into gear, man? Just uh, I did. Yeah, I good. did. Most good teams have a have a core consisting of at least two to three players. You look at Steph, Clay, and Draymond at Golden State. You look at, um, you look at LeBron and AD at Lakers. You look at. Um, Tom, Dick, and Harry is the other. You, you look mm. at Giannis, Middleton, and Drew in Milwaukee. The big three of Roe, Nick, and Lee. To say that. Emphasised yeah. by Roe, yes. Mavs have one player <laughs> in that core. Yes. Yep. Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Little zinger off the top. Especially, especially this um, <laughs> coming season. I have a feeling he's going to remind me of pre-Miami LeBron when he was yeah. in Cleveland, just absolutely dragging these dog poo players. Like the second best player is probably Verja. <laughs> oh, um, it's a lot of pressure on Luca's shoulders. I think he can live up to it, though. He looks in great shape. He wasn't overly impressed with his season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, and I think he, he's going to have the best season he's had yet, and that's why I put him MVP too. I think they're going to finish fifth, though. Very good. Lee, carry on with the uh, Denver Nuggets there, mate. Got two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic, a healthy Jamal Murray, which like last, hopefully, like last Mm. episode, we hope he can show up like he did in the bubble. Mm. And they've got, hopefully, a healthy MPJ. um, Key word for them both being hopefully. Mm. I have never and Mm. still don't have a lot of trust in MPJ because I haven't seen... I haven't seen back a lot. issues are a concern, aren't they? They're back, back issues are the one that really like just affect everything yeah. and can really have massive ramifications. But even when he's on yep. the court, despite his injuries, I feel like he should have improved a bit more than he has. He hasn't um, played. Ah, uh, but he's he has played in the NBA. He's been a guy who's been hugely hyped, he, hasn't he? he? But he's I think he stepped up big time. Mm. And I think I think he'd do better on a team where there wasn't a Jokic. Yeah. Yeah, he is shadowed. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. No, but they're older now. They've yep. got their head screwed on a bit more. And while they didn't play that much at all together last year, if if at all, um, I think this year they'll want to show up because they are all playing together. What did you have? Have them third. The third? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, right. You yeah. have them higher, I'm assuming. And I, I, had, and I, I had them seventh. Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. Yeah. I've yeah. seen people putting them like first. Yeah, right. Um, Adam third, there you though. go. I've gone seventh. I think losing Barton and Monte Morris is quite a big deal. Got KCP uh, got, and Brucey Brown. Yeah, got KCP back. Fantastic. I think he's perfect for this team. Should get plenty of opportunity um, to score. 
especially as defenses mm. clamp down on that big throw. He should get plenty of open looks. I'm with you. Um, back-to-back MVP, he'll be a handful. Um, I think despite having to share the Rockmore with Murray and Porter, mm. I think he's still going to put up big stats. I think they'll complement him well. Um, I think my – I think Bones Highland as well. I had him yep. as one of my hidden gems um, a couple of weeks ago. Highly favorited for um, six-man of the year. Absolutely. Mm. I think he's great, and I mm. think he's going to get – Plenty of opportunity as they start to ease Murray in. Mm. And that's probably the reason why I had them seventh. I think they're going to start slow, uh, which is fine, which is fine as, you know, Porter Murray eases into game time again, like integrates within this team. Mm. Um, But I think once they get going, they are going to be a serious handful. Um, And despite them being seventh, they might only be a couple of games back of third, fourth, as Mm. I said before. So I've got them seventh. But I think they're a serious, serious threat in the back half of the season, and when we get to the pointy end, they right? might they might be the best seventh team ever. Uh, well, as I said, the Indi- any seventh, Shit, I think, man. is Indiana a bit Pacers low. is the best fifteen team. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. That's right. Um, I had them as fifth. Now, before split the diff. I, yeah, split the diff. Got to split the diff. Um, before last season, they finished in the top three in the West the last three seasons in a row. Now that's when they had their team at full capacity. They had a healthy Jamal Murray. They had Jokic in MVP form. And they had Michael Porter Jr. at at the very least healthy and out there on the court. Yes, they have lost a few sort of role players, and I do certainly take that into account. But they have acquired a few other role players as well. And I think Brucey Brown is one which has probably been overlooked by the casual um, NBA fan. They overlooked DeMarcus Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins, big boogie. He was good. Yeah, I know he he was. was. Good (laughs) when he was was playing last season. Could you imagine if... Is he on a team? Yeah, he's with the Nuggets there. He's hanging around. He's hanging out of the nose. But, um, yeah, (laughs) the... I think the team overall has been there and done that. They've been around in and around the picture when all of their key personnel have been healthy. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting them to be in and around the mark again, probably in that midway mark, about fifth in the West. Very good. What have you got for the reigning defending champions of the world, the Golden State Warriors, mate? Golden State Warriors. I have them at the two position in the West. I've got them second. I think they're coming off Ooh. that. I think they're coming off that championship year with their confidence at an all-time high. Yeah. Um, it's actually quite refreshing as an NBA fan. We went through a few years there where we were sick of the Golden State Warriors winning championships because they were there every single year. Yeah. And since they've actually bottomed out and come back up again, it's kind of, How to a certain extent, nice to see them back up there again. They and... make me smile just thinking about them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do think... you feel that, Lee? Oh, yeah. Well, the fact that they well, smile then. went down there <laughs> and then came back up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a reset, and I think I think one of the big things for me in terms of why I think they will be up there again is because they've got the they've got a mix of obviously Steph and Clay and Draymond, but their young core is going to continually improve again this year. We said this last year, didn't we? Yeah, we said they were in that limbo spot of juggling both, and they did it. We we weren't sure which way they'd go, but they did it straight down the middle. Hit it exactly right. Got the title. Did both. So Kaminga going to be. Wiseman coming back. Wiseman has looked good in the preseason. Have you seen Wiseman in the preseason? Over in Japan at the minute. On limited minutes, but he's been good. Moody coming, Moody developing as well. Jordan Poole continuing to ball out. Dante DiVincenzo coming into the fold now as well. Yep, yep. Everything's still going well for them. I don't see them finishing outside the top four and, yeah, second position is where I have them. I've got them in that number one spot. Um, I think they're the champs for a reason. They're going to pile up wins, no worries. Um. I just think, as as we said, those young those names, Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman, DiVincenzo, Poole, if that's your young core, wow, we look out. Um, I think it's super, super exciting. Clay will now have an off-season under his belt. Um, I think it was fantastic for him to get more minutes. Mm, mm-hmm. um, Steph Curry was just absolutely phenomenal during the regular season last year, 25.5 points, five rebounds, 6.5 assists, stepped it up. In the finals, very warranted. Certainly um, getting that finals MVP just kind of tops off his cabinet. Can I just quickly butt in there, Nick? Sorry, well, I, mean, I, don't, no, I really no, don't no. like doing this. But no, we do it. That's what we do. Is You must hate me then. Uh, <laughs> you must hate me. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say, that's what you do. Um, are we are we sort of undervaluing how Steph has bounced back from that long-term injury? Because I think the fact yeah. that he bounced I'm back. You know, at it. Yeah, you, you do. That's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Like, He's bounced back to a point where he will be once again in MVP contention. He's won the championship. I don't last think he year. will be. 
I, yeah. I, I think they will. I think they're that good during games. They'll blow out teams in the first half, mm. and then they'll probably sit these blokes and yeah, get these would. other those couple of names I mentioned before more game time. And I think that'll. I think they're going to be that good that they'll pile up wins if they rest these guys. Yeah. But I think they'll look to because they know they're good enough. They just romped it last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they're good enough to rest these blokes and still win. Yeah. So mm. Uh, mm. I've got them first. What was your question, Ro? My question basically was, are we undervaluing how big of a bounce back that was from Steph Curry? Oh, yes. to was, Yeah. Because he's, he's gone from essentially <laughs> yeah. the entire year out to bouncing back. Like, obviously, Nick said he won't be MVP, and I don't think he will be either. And probably, like, you don't think he's in contention. I actually think he will be in contention, to be honest. And that's the reason that I think it's just such a huge bounce back from, from the man who will go down as... The best shooter of all time. I think it's overlooked. We only would have noticed it if he didn't bounce back. But yeah. because mm-hmm. we saw the exact same Steph, if not better than we did before the injury, we don't. We kind of look over it. Yep. I had them number second. Uh, number second. I had them number, <laughs> number second. Number second. <laughs> no, not no. a drink in this guy. Oh, <laughs> no, you're the sober one. Bro thought? and I are on the beverages. You're the sober one. Come on, man. Number two. Um, they've probably got five. You could say all-star caliber players. Obviously, Steph and Clay, Draymond, Wiggins was last year as a buddy starter, and I'd probably add Paul into there. I think that all-star caliber players. Mm-hmm. Three of those guys are playing for a contract, Draymond, Wiggins, and Paul. So they're going to want to show up. Um, the only reason I've put them second is because I think Steve Kerr is going to rest uh, yep. rest these stars to integrate these players like Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, um, just to give them some Divincenzo. more. Let's mention him. Divincenzo. Great pickup. Just, just to give them some more on-court experience. Um, so I think he'll let a couple of losses uh, slip, which is fine. They, they, but I still think they'll finish second. They almost seem like a team who is happy to go in first or second gear throughout the course of the doesn't regular matter, season. Doesn't matter, does it? They're yeah. that good. Yeah, they're and that then good. Once playoffs come around, boys, you get um, you get in max minutes. Yeah, um, I tell you what, absolutely disgusting. If you get them on two K, OP oh, to the max. Oh God, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you may as well turn the console off at that point. Um, a team we probably don't need to linger on for as long. Lee, what have you got for the Houston Rockets? Where do you see them? I've got them 13th. Really? I've got them 13th. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember how bleak their fleet, how their future was looking when they traded away Harden? It's such a such a rush deal. They got Victor Oladipo and Dante Exum back for him, and what and what seemed like at the, <laughs> what seemed like at the time a couple of a couple of um, first round picks, a we'll, couple we'll of draft probably picks. weighing it up. Yeah, there's a world in which this might work out. For Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would have yeah. been too. But what they've done to kind of build back up this franchise a bit more is pretty damn impressive. They're obviously in the midst of a rebuild, probably at the start. Rebuild. Yeah. Mm. Um, I expect to see Jalen Green take a bit more responsibility. Bowled out um, in the last couple of months of last season. Mm. He did. Um, mm. but they're still a very young team. They're gonna have to integrate um Jabari Smith Jr. in. Mm-hmm. Um their year will come. It just won't be for another two to three. But in, in about two to three, wouldn't surprise me if they, they get into that top eight. Yeah, okay. Mm. I won't spend too long on them. I've mm. got them predicted for fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna be a hard watch this season, to be fair. Um, but I think if you're a Rockets fan out there, find solace in the fact, like we said with mm-hmm. Indiana last week, the idea is to be bad at the minute. Like, embrace that, own it, no worries. Um, yep. There's no point trying to be something that you're not at the minute, so be shit and just live with it. Just Happy safe. days. You think it would be hard to watch because um, they'll I think lose, right? Not yeah. because I think they'll be, like, I, fun to watch. I, I think they're going to be crap. I think but will they be fun? Well... Watching turnovers isn't a whole heap of fun. But like Jalen Green, I'm looking forward to Jabari Smith. You'll be watching the individuals more. Yeah, KPJ. Yeah. Mm. So that young core, KPJ, Jalen Green, our friend Sengun um, should get now that Woodscorn should get increased game time. Jabari Smith. um, I think their core. I think my time frame is a little bit longer than yours, two to three years, Lee. I think the next five to ten years. Five to ten. They're not going to be there in five to ten. What? What do you mean? Mate, they're all like 20, oh, 20 21. They move 22. so quickly nowadays. But, right? yeah, um, I think outside Eric Gordon, who will probably get moved on and should get moved on. Yep. Yeah, long um, overture. There's no experience or leadership in this team, which I think is going to be their undoing. I think yeah. any team, even in a rebuild, like I've, I'm, I'm pretty sure Gordon will get moved on. Mm. But you need a couple of characters to help develop these young guys, nurture, mentor them. There's just not there. Do they have any uh, senior heads apart from Eric Gordon? No. No. No, no I think, one? Not that I can think of. If they get 20 wins, I think that'll be probably a... Is, is, is that a, the over Is a stretch. Uh, oh, 
I'll say 22 and a half. 22 and a half. What do you got? Over or under? I got under. I've got, I must have over because I have them 13. Yeah. I haven't got uh, the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, they somehow. Logic would suggest you would unless the other two teams <laughs> are absolutely awful. Yeah, true. Yeah, they somehow always get over in yeah. those situations. But, yeah, I'm with you. 14th row, what have you got, mate? I've got them at 12th. Um, 12th? Yeah, that's only two spots it. above yours. I don't mind it. I know, but given how good probably the top 10 teams are, I'm interested to hear who your teams are below yeah, them that are. will be interesting. You'll get to, you'll get to see I'll, that. I'll don't, don't you right. worry. Right. Don't you I worry. like it. I like it. Um, I, I'm really intrigued to see the progression of Jalen Green. No, that's I, only like two spots off a plane spot. Yeah, I know, but it's also only three spots off the bottom. <laughs> ah, very good. Gotcha, mate. Um, yeah, Jalen Green. But I think Jalen Green has the capability to be one. I don't think he'll be the most improved player, but I think he's legitimately going to take huge leaps this year. Mm-hmm. Kevin Porter Jr. had a lot of um, beef, and I guess that was a bit of, I don't know, a bit of uncomfort within the, uh, oh, sorry, discomfort within the organisation when Christian Wood was there. I think there was a bit of sort of, I don't know, there was a bit of, Still just immaturity, I think. It's immaturity, but there was also um, clashing personalities in that team. Yeah. I think Christian Wood, it it is a um, detriment that they've lost him, but it's also a positive to a certain extent. I think they might be um, tracking along a bit better this year. Um, I'm actually, it's probably a name that you're probably not expecting to hear, but I'm interested to see Sengun this year, see what he can do, um, particularly taking more responsibility in the absence of Christian Wood. Um, He's a guy who... You probably look over most years, but this year I think he's he's going to be up there in in not most improved, but I think he's certainly going to take huge leaps and bounds. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Uh very good. That's enough of the Rockets talking. Yeah, about. I was thinking talking about that. That's the most we'll probably talk about him this season. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> not a very fun organization. So kick on with the LA Clippers, mate. What have you got for them? This might be the biggest shock of the whole um podcast. I don't know, maybe. I've got them in first position in the West. Yep. I don't know if that's a shock to anyone or not. Um, I think this squad is as deep as any other squad in the entire Deepest league. team in the league. Deepest team Deepest in, team in no the worries. entire league. A sp- I would have been between them and the Celtics. Yeah. But now with their couple of injuries and things of the kind, I think the Clippers piss it in. The scales yeah. have, have gone <clears> on a bit. You look at their bench. Like, let me just read out a few oh, names that are it. coming off their bench. Their Shout bench. out to Matty B. I know he would be oh, he's big Clippers right boy, isn't he? fifth and dribble. So you've got either, I don't know if, John Wall or Reggie Jackson will come off the bench, but it'll be one of the two. You've got um, Norman Powell. You've got Terrence Mann. You've got Lukey Kennard, who could be coming off the bench. You've got Rob Covington, yep. Nick Batum, yep. Morris Senior. Yeah. It, and there's more names. <laughs> but they're, they're, the, they're, they're the notable ones, but you've got more names. Um, Boston Rob. Yes. Coffee. Yes. Um, I really like the pickup of Wall. Yep. Um, I think in the off season he sort of sort of seems like he's re- rejuvenated himself a little bit. Moses and Brown, Sorry, Moses Brown, yeah. Moses. God, keep going, mate. I, geez, you could go on forever. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, Kawhi Leonard's back by the time that the season begins. But by the sounds of it, from all reports, it sounds like he's probably. He's Huh? Have oh, you seen his legs? That boy has got the biggest quads I've ever seen. He's, Mate, he's got huge. tree trunks. Have you seen the pictures? I have, and he's got a bit more beefier this year Mate, too. His legs, are, he's got legs on legs on legs. <laughs> he does. He's got like legs and breasts, but without the breast. <laughs> he's just got legs. <laughs> he does. Oh, my oh. goodness. That picture that came out, that put the NBA community into legitimate shock, didn't it? Like, yeah, he's huge. We knew he's a big boy, but God, we didn't know he had those on him. So, sorry, did you? So, you've got them predicted first. Did you? I. Yeah, forgive me, I might be wrong here. I know you put up something about our predictions the other week on our Mm. stories. Check out our socials if you're not already, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah. Um, Did you have them as your predicted champion as well? No. No, so I had Milwaukee as my predicted champion. I think they'll be – the thing is, so here's here's the kicker. I've got them first in the West, but I think the Golden State Warriors will make the finals against Milwaukee. In the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach saying, oh, you don't. Oh, you keep on going. Uh, that's about it. You but kick on, mate. You go. You go. Yeah. Item first as well. They're bloated top to bottom. Um, I'm not going to rattle off the names again because Ro already has. Um, I mean, they they made it to the eight seed last year with Kawhi down and PG only in 31 games. So they're they're serviceable without the two. And mm. usually when and they're back they've gotten now. deeper. The depth has improved. Yeah. Usually with a Norman Power. Did you mention him? Yeah. Yeah. Rob Covington. Yep. yep. Broco. Yep. yep. Usually with a team like this that's this deep, um, 
you think, geez, but if they're getting coached by by a bad coach, geez, where are they going to end up? Because the coach is such a big aspect and a big cog yeah. in the cog in the uh, in the, the chain wheel, in the yeah. chain. Yeah, but they're being coached by Ty Lu, who I have as my predicted coach of the year. I did see that Me too? Um, I think they're built for regular season wins. Um, oh, they'll, yeah. they'll probably make it deep in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Like. I agree with West Rogue. Conference Finals type squad. No, I agree with you in saying I think it'll be Golden State there, but, but they're going to Confer- West Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I have them number one too. Uh, I've got them second. I had the mm. Warriors first, so I've got them second. Um, you know, as we just said, they are the deepest team in the league. Um, I'm just <laughs> sorry, I was plotting this one for a couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, this will be I, good. I so hope, depending on which route they go in the starting point guard. If they go John Wall, yeah, I hope that they can somehow Stevie Ballmer splurged enough cash. I <laughs> hope that he pays the bill to get outcast in to sing "I'm Sorry, Miss Jackson" oh, to so Reggie. I, do you reckon uh, that would be worth the? <laughs> it would absolutely be worth the investment. Just Reggie there sitting like ah, shit. That'd back be back pocket change for Stevie, and, wouldn't and it? And outcast is just, just giving it to him. I'd yeah. say with eighty percent chance, John Wall will be coming off the bench. I might even knock think, that up to ninety percent. I think uh, I don't actually. To be he's, honest, he's an is, old head. He's this is the old. one that I don't know. Mm. This is the one because part of mm, me thinks me that too. bringing a young gun off the bench and well, not young, but a younger guy in Reggie, um, more of a spark. Uh, I, I I really don't know. This is the big question for me. I think this is the year that Steve Ballmer's investment pays off. Mm. Um, I think this is the year. I think probably. I've got the Warriors going back to back, so I see Western Conference Finals in on their horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're going to be a big, big threat. They're going to stack up wins, even if Kawhi and PG don't play. They're deep enough to rack up wins. So, uh, very exciting times if you're a Clippers fan. Just quickly, Nick, how does it feel as a Lakers fan to watch this? To watch on. the Clippers' ascension, to see them continually getting better, while the Lakers sort of well. Should we Flat move ahead to the Lakers? Let's talk about mate. them, mate. You go, mate. So I I, uh, yeah, I was doing this one and I was like, do I go with my head? Do I go with my heart? What is there some with? middle ground? Um, I've I think I've gone overs here. I've got them fourth. Ooh, okay. I, I, I'm not surprised that you had them there, but that's fine. Yeah. I can I can see a world where that happens. I, you see, that's the thing. I was thinking glass half full on this yeah, one because yeah. I can see a world in which they completely bottom out again. Um, I think the acquisition of Pat Bev is huge. Yeah, yeah. Partly for the fact I think his actual playing style, his dogged determination on defense. Like this team lacks three bowl ability. Lonnie Walker, poor. Kendrick Nunn, poor last season. Well, he didn't play last season, but before that. Austin Reeves, poor. Dennis mm. Schroeder, poor. AD, poor. You need to put shooters around LeBron. Like that's my concern with this team, the shooting. Mm. Um you know, all struggled from three over the last 12 to 24 months. Pat Bev is one guy who's knocked it down with consistency. Mm. And doesn't the, put up a lot too. He puts up maybe two or three a game and I, he usually I, knocks To be honest, down. with all these other plumbers on the team, I hope that he does a bit more. He's done, He's going to. Um, sure. All these yeah. little Luigi Mario plumbers running around. Warios. <laughs> With a little Wario. Um, I think, but for the, on the Pat Bev side, I think he's one guy. Now, for me, the Lakers last season, it kind of felt as if, they had this mentality that they were good enough, they were going to make the plane, mm-hmm. and whatever happened, they were going to get through, no worries. Like They were that good. That yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. where they I'm finish. With you. Yep. Mm. But that complacency cost them. I think having a guy like Pat Bev who's going to be on these blokes every night to give it 110% is the kind of energy they needed. Yep. Uh, my concern was the chemistry between him and Westbrook and things of the kind. Oh, they're best mates. Who, who knows if Westbrook will still play at season start or mm. how that'll play out? But um, the initial press conferences and things of the kind, I, I'm loving seeing them together. They they, indi- it indicates otherwise, doesn't oh, it? How fun is yeah. it? I, I actually love seeing it. Like the one where Pat Bev was doing the interview and Russ threw him the towel. Yeah, Pat Bev, first assist of the season. He said, "Like I love the bit where gold. I love the bit where um, a reporter was like, you get to play with Ed and LeBron. And oh, like, they, they get, get to, to play, play with me. me and ask him what LeBron's." best play of his career was and he said <laughs> my block on LeBron on Christmas Day. <laughs> I like, remember that. Yeah, this this guy's crazy but this um, is my city he said. I think that can't be overstated enough. The acquisition yeah. of Pat Bev, I think getting Juan Toscano Anderson will help. Um, there's a lot of unknown certainties like Thomas mm. Bryant coming in, Lonnie Walker as I said, Kendrick Nunn, will he be up to fire? Will Austin Reeves step up? Yeah. There's a lot of things to play out and a lot of uncertainties but I think 
I think it's just because I'm so high on LeBron, even as he becomes a dinosaur, a fossil, a relic, mm. he's still that good. Yeah, um, I agree. But a I big agree. a big question mark hangs over AD. So I've got them fourth though. I'll go. I've mm. um this this out of the entire league and these standings predictions, this is the hardest team to predict. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you they could go, they could miss the play in, they could um, make the playoffs, or they could be like in in your top eyes, Nick, top five seed. I've got them at that nine mark. Um, in, I I think that this will be their somewhat redeemed year. Um, redeemed to nine, that's disgusting. I know, that's but horrible. they missed out on the play. I know, which year. is a, it's a step up, but it's still sucks if you're a Lakers fan to hear this is a redemption year and you're finishing nine. <laughs> You've got to start somewhere. Damn, <laughs> LeBron going on thirty eight and AD when he's healthy, both have the chance to be top five players in the league. And I've never liked the Russ slander. I've always hated it. Yep. And but it's the thing is, it's made him an underrated player. Beat them both in the three point shootout yeah. the other day. Actually, what's he rated in two K? Oh, seventy eight. He's below Pat Bev. He's seventy eight. Stop it. That's oh, criminal. That's His ceiling for most people's eyes right now is pretty low, and that's Can we why forget he's an MVP. Yeah, I know. He averaged triple doubles no, multiple seasons in a row. He's an MVP of the league. It's disgusting the way he gets tra- treated. Yeah. Damn the hiccups. <laughs> it, it, oh, um, that took away from your statement. <laughs> that was afraid. really powerful for a minute there, wasn't yeah, it? And it gave it all up. His, his ceiling's low, so he doesn't have to do a lot to meet expectations, but I think he will do a fair bit this year. It's his, it's his redeem year as well. Something you didn't add, Nick. Darvin Ham, head coach, yes, assistant yeah, great coach from the Milwaukee Bucks when they had their championship. He's got that championship DNA in him. Hopefully, he can um, he can leak that into the the Lakers. Absolutely. Um, I've got them at the eighth position this season. There's a lot of if buts and maybes for mine this year about the Los Angeles Lakers. If Anthony Davis can regain somewhat of his health i guess i mean if he can stay out there for long enough they could legitimately be championship contenders again if he can't then they're probably going to get you know be around the eight nine ten mark and i guess from what i've seen over the last few seasons you can't rely on anthony davis to be out there any given night and i think that is probably going to be a large contributor as to how they go this season how they can manage anthony davis and hopefully get him out there more often than not i really liked your point on uh, Pat Bev, I think he's an absolute dog. He's the guy you want to go to war with any given night. Um, I think that's a big acquisition. I don't know if it's been overlooked, but it's certainly one that um, I think will have a bigger impact than most people Absolutely. have given credit to this season. Yep. So the Lakers are a bit of a wait-and-see team for mine. Will Anthony Davis be out there enough to you know contribute to wins? So Who hard knows? to, so scary because like you want to pick him like in your first round in your fantasy basketball team, but you're like, well, oh, do I? Questions remain. A few years ago, he was, and now you can't do that anymore. Somebody said something funny at the start of the show, and I just whoever it was, I can't quite recall what the point was. Somebody's probably something. me. It's, ab- it's absolutely caused havoc with me here. This is going to be a battle. The last couple of teams of this, but let's let's push on. The Memphis Grizzlies leading. <laughs> Far out, man. Oh, mate, choke yourself on mute for a minute. <laughs> I'm in disarray. <laughs> I what? have uh, I have the Grizzlies in the eighth spot, one spot above the Lakers. All eyes are on Memphis now. Wait, now that where do you have them? Eighth. You've got them at eighth. I've got them eighth. I've got them oh. probably lower than you guys expected. Mm. All eyes are on Memphis now that they're expected to win um, coming off last year. And they did a lot of trash talking too. Um so people are going to come up and they're going to expect them to win. Yep. It's Jar's year to shine in particular. And if he does, it wouldn't surprise me if he's maybe top three top players three. in the, in MVP. the league. Yep, I'm with you. I think, though, mm. the pressure will be a little bit too much for him, which is why I put them at eight. Um, I, I don't doubt that he'll have a great season, just not enough to bring them higher than eight, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if he does want to progress and if the Memphis Grizzlies want to progress, I know we see the highlight blocks and, and that from Jar, but overall defense is an area that needs improvement on his end, in my opinion. Um, they're going to be out without Jaron Jackson Jr. until January. Um, they lost some nice pieces in Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, a I couple, agree. A couple I agree that hurts. reasons why I popped them lower than my, some people might have. Uh, oh, for me, I so just during the week, I, I've put them third. Um, during the week, I had them first. Jeez. I, I had this first. 
first for the last couple of days and at the last minute I changed it partly due to the fact about the loss of Melton and Anderson mm. um I had them first and I still think third purely for the fact I think they're young mm-hmm. they're hungry and they're just going to want going to want to win on any given night um, whereas these his other players are going to – other teams are going to rest players yes, like Steph yeah. and Kawhi yeah, and things of the kind. They're all so young that they're all just going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I've slid them down to third. As, as you said, those, those losses I think are quite big. Um, it's going to make I, – I don't know if I can do this. This is disgusting. <laughs> the, the validity of the statement is – It's diminished. It's diminished of, massively. It's a bit hard to do it in the podcast, but I get rid of hiccups by actively thinking about them. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'll try that while Rose talking go. in a go moment. Um, I think now because of that and those losses, um, they're going to be reliant on players like Zaire Williams, Tyus Jones, John, mm-hmm. John Conchar and Xavier Tillman to step up, mm. uh, which is they're capable, but are they, a t- are they a team that can get you in the top couple are of teams the in difference? the West? Mm. Um, I think Desmond Bain is elite. Last mm. season, 18 points, four and a half rebounds, three assists nearly. Um, I think he's the perfect Robin to kind of Jar's Batman. He is. Um, and I think there's a world like he had Jar put up 27 and a half points, nearly six rebounds and seven assists last season. Delight. Um, that's incredible stats. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, if his three-point stroke can continue, shut up, Nick. Bro, you're up. But I think they're going to be great. Third place. <laughs> <laughs> Actively think I'm about. My, okay, you talk or I'm going to think about these things up for a minute. Uh, oh, no. Have you ever tried like drinking water backwards? You kind of lean over and drink water. Give that a go with you. Try, try it with my ciders. That's yeah. had a massive flow on it. It's just, I've just had to wrap that up. Oh, my, oh give me the tissues on it. <laughs> um, yeah, where are we? Uh, yeah, Memphis, Memphis. <laughs> Yeah, chuck yourself on mute, and rightly so. Um, <laughs> I've got them at the four position this year. Um, I think they've got a different makeup of compared to a lot of te- younger teams in the same vein. I think they've got guys who aren't afraid to the moment. I think they've got guys who have only got up- upside to come. I think they're determined and they're hungry and they're willing to, I guess, put their own performance and ego aside for team success. Um, even guys like... Ja Morant, yes, he will be up there in terms of MVP um, at the end of the end of the season. But I think he's the type of guy who just wants team wins more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. He's not about the individual awards. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies have it all ahead of them. I'm with you, Nick, in terms of saying that they probably they might even deserve to be higher than this. This but... is the first year I'm a believer in them. Yeah. Because yep. I know I've always been pretty low and I had reservations. Yep. This is the first year that yeah. I've actually given them a standing that probably warrants yes. where they're at. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and they've got really solid role players. I I, yeah. I like their supporting cast as where well. Where do you put them? Me? Fourth. Fourth, fourth yeah, okay. fourth. Right, we'll press on with a team that I think might have quite fluctuating yeah. standings, not only between us but other mm. others in the NBA com- community, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, I'm with you, Nick. Um, this is a team that I could have had anywhere between fourth and tenth, to be perfectly oh, honest with you. They're, absolutely. The, the variation of where they could finish at the end of the year, no one will actually know until maybe, mate, like the halfway point of the season when we get, actually get a good taste of where they're at. Absolutely. Um, I've got them at ninth because yeah, – So do I. Yeah, they, they've – Okay, so over the offseason, they've obviously included a multiple depoy in Rudy Gobert. Now, how he will work with Cat is yet to be seen, and I think that's a big question mark on how that they how they will perform. I think if they can work really well in tandem together, I see no reason why they can't be sort of vying for a fifth, sixth, seventh spot. I think there's a huge question mark as to whether that will actually work. And I think the general consensus among the NBA community is, will that actually work? Like when that trade went through, it was like, they actually need a player like Rudy Gobert. I'm not too sure if they do. Well, we can see if Cat can play as a legitimate power forward. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. And to get Rudy Gobert, they've had to give up a fair bit of their depth, which will obviously have an impact as well. Um other teams in the West improving at the same time. Still too much uncertainty for mine around Minnesota. That On paper, their starting five looks legit. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's going to translate into wins, but time will tell. Uh, for me, I've got them ninth as well. I think they've done quite quite well in bringing in experience to this team. You look at Austin Rivers, Kyle Anderson, PJ Dozier, Bryn Forbes, 
Um, I think their depth is is really quite solid. Uh, Ed, Edwards is a star of this team. Twenty one points, five rebounds, four assists last season. Certainly look to see him continuing on with that trajectory. Uh, for me, I think the big swing piece is Daylight. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'll just make note of this one more time. You're going to have to forgive me for the rest of the show. This is <laughs> I try try not to focus on my hiccups too much for the listeners out there because believe me, I'm trying my absolute darndest here. But if you've ever had hiccups and you've got to speak, like you know, that's a goddamn oh, God. <laughs> goddamn battle. Um, Daylight, 18 points, three rebounds, seven assists last season. I think especially especially with Gobert coming into the fold, mm. if he can really embrace that role of a, just a facilitator, yeah, yep. they'll mm. be a lot better for it. Um, I like where they're at, and I think their variance is probably with the Lakers as one of the highest mm. within Agreed. the league across Agreed. both conferences. Um, I think they're probably just a year away. Use this year to iron out the the... I guess the system, the schematic side of things. Mm. Um, and then next year, I think they'll be more of a legitimate threat. Mm. I've got them um, seventh, actually. Yeah. I think they're going to be making enough noise to be, to make top eight. Um, they've got four all-star caliber players um, for Gobert, Cat, D'Lo and Ant. And I think that's going to that's gonna prove beneficial for them. Um, I, I said last year, they just need to play smarter ball. Hopefully this year they can. Um, As in reduce turnovers, just play to their strengths. Yep, yep, exactly. Like you said, I didn't really think about it before, but D'Lo doesn't need a score, really. Not as much anymore, does he? also needs to be a facilitator. Um, I think the addition of Gobert will probably most impact and benefit um, Car Anthony Towns just because he's obviously you always have to be on your P's and Q's on defense, but he can more just focus on putting all his energy into his offensive output, which I think he will do. Mm. I've got him seventh. Lads, we've got seven teams to go, so we'll, uh, we'll pick up the pace here. <laughs> uh, we've got the New Orleans Pelicans. I've got them predicted sixth. Another team that I think has a pretty high range. I, To be honest, like if I squint with my eyes somewhat half closed, mm. I can see a world in which they finish first. Mm. Oh, first? I thought you were about to say top four. No, yeah, no, no. I, I think they're that good. You look at that starting wow. five. C.J. McCollum, Brandon mm. Ingram, Zion Williamson, Valentunas and Herb Jones, not not to mention the depth. Um, I think they're super exciting. Alvarado, Devontae Graham, Larry Nance, Jackson Hayes, new Australian recruit Dyson Daniels. Oh, double D. Double D coming into, Can't forget. Coming into the fold. Super excited to see what he can do. Um, but all the talk, all the excitement and anticipation is around Zion Williamson. Um, a generation, generational talent. Mm. Um I'll never forget his debut versus the Spurs. Oh, three after three. Three after three. Who thought he had That's that? That's right, yeah. Who thought he had that in the kit bag? Man's come out and just lifted up from three. Because um, they were easing off and he would just pop them up. Absolutely devastating what he can do. Yep. Do that on a basketball court. Um, I just think if everyone can hit shots, and I, I like where this team's at with Valentunas mm. as a centre, a big who can stretch the floor. It just opens up a lane for a powerhouse like Zion to mm. just – Put the put the train in and just chew chew all his way to the rim. <laughs> uh, so really excited about what they can do. Sixth position for myself there. I've got them as seventh position. To me, it sort of seems like over the off season they've come out on a mission to a certain extent. You look at firstly, you look at the appearance of Brandon Ingram with that bloody big afro and the beard to go like with it. it. It looks homeless. I, I don't like it. But to me, do you know what that says? Like I the appearance, unloved. the appearance side of things makes me think. Gee, that looks a bit dirty, but it, to me, it more so points out that he's just worried about his basketball. He's not oh, worried yeah. about shaving. That, 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 he's that's, not worried. That's about where you're taking that. He's yeah, comfortable absolutely. in playing in his own skin. He exactly. doesn't care. He doesn't care about the optics. I think he just needs a goddamn shower. Well, we might touch base with him soon, but manscaped. Man, <laughs> man, just, be... man just needs a good razor and a set of trimmers there just to get through that yeah, bush. Yeah. Look, I, I think the top bush. The top push. Hopefully, yeah. it's only the top push. Jesus Christ! Um, but right, if he was with Manscaped, though, wouldn't he cover all bushes? <laughs> yeah. But then you also look at like blokes like CJ McCollum yes. signed a contract over the over the last week. I think it was yep, a multi year contract. He obviously sees something in this New Orleans Pelicans franchise, which he's excited about, and he's willing to stay around for to be a part of. Zion Williamson, he's back in shape, and that is scary news for the rest of the league because. An in-shape Zion Williamson could mean anything. And all reports suggesting that I've uh, been keeping up to date with, they're going to have four kind of offensive creators. Herb Jones, 
Mm. Apart from Val- Valanciunas, McCollum, Ingram, um, Zion, and Herb Jones are all going to have like facilitating avenues. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and reports yeah. are suggesting that Herb Jones, like at mm. the start of last season when he came in, they barely wanted him handling the ball. Yep. He's actually going to be on the dribble a bit, creating right. um, offense this season. So I hope look, he does. look out for that. It gives mm. them just a lot of avenues, a lot of. Uh, things to play with there. So I've yeah. got them six as well. Something you didn't add, uh, I don't think you both did, but he, they got some playoff experience um, oh, last against year. Against all odds. They made yeah. it one yeah. and 13 or whatever they started. They came home with a wet sail. Bit of a right. taste. And I'm pretty sure they versed um, Phoenix Suns. Uh, they, got, two. they got booted out first round, but like to verse the first seed in the. in the um, Took it up to them. And, yeah, and get two wins. It was it was nice to see. And Ingram proved that he could be that number one when necessary. Yep. Probably not going to be when Zion's back because when he was there in his second season, averaged 27 points per game at 61%. Yeah, crazy. That's Shaq crazy. numbers. Crazy. Yeah. And I always forget that Valentinus is there. They're pretty. They're a pretty stacked team. Um, I have them six. I think they're going to – I think this is the year they're going to prove to people that they're threat. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, a team we won't hang on for too long. We'll go, okay, see, what have you got, Lee? Rebuilding. They are. Um, yep. <clears throat> Uh, oh, probably would have had the, I have I have him twelfth, fifteenth. Uh, sorry, um, oh, would yes. have would have had them higher if Shet didn't go down, but he did go down. But just they mm. they're going to tank. Gives them better odds to get Wumbanyama. No, you can't uh, say Wum. You can't say Wum. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do that. You can't. Wumbanyama. No. They, they just need some injury luck to go their way um, going forward. But yeah, fifteenth. Don't want to say much. Mm. Wombanyama. Um, no, quit, man. There's so many that. syllables in that name, isn't There's there? There's a lot. Um, yeah. I've got them predicted 12th. I think it was absolutely devastating losing Chet. I was super, super excited. Just seeing the chemistry that him and Josh Giddy had developed in their time on the court together, mm. I thought it was could have almost sniffed a plane spot. Um, mm. I've still got them 12th. I think Giddy will continue to ele- uh, elevate and become one of, if not the best playmakers within the league. Like his array of passing is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, his mm-hmm. composure and patience. I think it, his patience. I think at times might have used the comparison that we made with Luka Doncic last season. Mm. The fact he plays the game on his level, he slows it down and doesn't kind of conform to how others yeah. play in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Shea has been slept on last season. Twenty-four and a half points, five rebounds, six assists. He's he's the guy. Uh, he struggled from three last season. But if he can pick that uptick in mm. percentages back up, he's going to be uh, in and around an all-star spot mix. Um, likewise, super keen to say Usman Deng, formerly of the New Zealand Breakers yeah. last season, picked up in the draft there. Uh, exciting things. I think they'll finish 12th, um, but certainly sad to see shit go down. Yeah, it's a really sour note, isn't it? I've got them at 14th. Look, to be perfectly honest with you, I think coming into this season, even with Shet. I thought they were probably another few years off the mark, like in terms of being serious contenders for a playoff position. Um, but, yeah, losing Shed is just – it's devastating, particularly given he was – it sort of sets you another year back in your in your know. rebuild, to be perfectly honest with you. But in saying that, they've got enough to be excited about, enough to still keep an eye on. Giddy for mine and yours and yours. Gidmeister. Yeah. Um, uh, Gidmeister. He's going to be the, the guy to watch and um, – you know, they're another one of these teams which, even though they'll finish low in the standings, they've still got plenty to look forward to. Not all doom and gloom. Mate, we, we are two-thirds of the way there, fellas. We've got five teams to oh, go, wow. and I'm, I'm hanging on. Um, let's move ahead to the Phoenix Suns. I might kick us off mm. here. I've got them predicted fifth. Mm. Now, I I think just with everything that's oh, a big one, the what impact will the Robert Sava situation have? Uh, what impact will the DeAndre Ayton situation have? Even mm. um, after the Suns match the Indiana Pacers offer sheet very, very quickly, like from interviews and things of the kind, it still doesn't seem as if he's sold on being there. No, he's not. Um, Jay no. Crowder, he's on his way out. Him and their organisation have requested um, that they find a resolution there. So he'll he'll be on his way out. Just seems as if there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot that um, could impact the chemistry within this team. Dario Saric coming back is great. I think he's fantastic and what he'll add to this team. Hopefully see Jock Landau get plenty of time. But yep. granted, I know with Saric coming back, that might impact his minutes. Um, Although D-Book spoke him out massively the other day. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. I did see yeah. that. Trying yeah. to get D-Book on the Vegemite. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, but I think 
the D book, I think Paul will probably rest more this season. Again, another Naturally. older boy. You've got to preserve him for when it matters most in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, and because of that, I think Booker has the potential to really insert himself into the MVP talk. Like there's certainly, you can, you can see a world in which he finishes top three there. Um, but for my eyes, I've got them fifth. I think over the last two seasons in particular, I think their their championship window might have just uh, evaded just, them. Just evaded them. Mm. Closed. Just eluded them there. So I've got them fifth. Yeah, I got them fourth. Um, like you said, there's a lot of complications going on. Aiton probably doesn't want to be there again because they don't want him there. Um, CP3 getting on to 37 or 38 this year. And in the playoffs last year, he was exposed on defense pretty heavily by the Mavs. And other teams will probably replicate that. was that. wild. That was wild. That game six and seven, that game seven in particular, never seen anything like no, that. No, A no. number one seed to get completely and utterly shat on. Demolished. Yeah. Um, Over in the first quarter. Yeah, all these complications. But in saying that, they do, in my opinion, have the best chemistry in the league. We look at them still pre-game. They look so fun. Um, so fun, fun group of guys. But I have them um, fourth. I've got them at the third position this year. Now, a lot of this will ride down to how much DeAndre Ayton lets that off-season, mm. I guess, controversy impact his on-court performance. Yeah. Because at the moment, as you were saying, Nick, he does not want to be there. We no. even saw him in the presser the other day or what was it, like the pre-game presser or whatever it was. Yeah. But he, he he looked really depressed. Deflated. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to be there. and. I think if that has too much an impact on his on-court performance, it leaves too much to D-book because CP3 is getting older, so he's going to have less of an impact. Yeah. And you, you, if they're going to truly contend, um, they need all three of those blokes to have an impact on the court. Now, in that presser, DeAndre Aiden did say, look, when I'm on the court, I'm here to work. Yeah, and, and that's what you want. At the end of the you day, need this that. is, and Westbrook said it the other day, this is their job, isn't it? It is, yeah. Like, That's what they're getting paid to be job and not for. enjoy it. But you've got to still, still show up and uh, and perform. Exactly right, spot on. One of the things that I was just thinking whilst you guys were talking was: is um, Javale McGee a bigger loss than you would have otherwise thought? Just for the, I guess, the chemistry side of things. Like we saw how many pregame yeah, little rituals before the game. He was he was really good, and yeah, the yeah, output was, as well. Him and yeah. Biombo, yeah. Like, what an absolute just coming on, on they had. Uh, I think the only thing that alleviates that is the return of Sarich. Mm. I think if he weren't in the squad or were out, I think the loss of McGee would be felt more. What kind of role does Jock Landau get this year? Not much. Not much still? Oh. I, I I hope he does. I so really do hope I. he does because I love him. Mm. With Melbourne United, the guy's a, a bowler, and in this day and age where you need your bigs to stretch the floor and shoot threes, mm. he, he's fantastic. I would love to see him get more opportunity. Lee, a big NBL fan, Jock Landau, keen to see big things from him. Very, very much so. Good man. That sounds it. Let's put, push on. Four teams to go. The Portland Trailblazers row. What do you reckon? Um, I've got them at the 10th position. Yeah, um, once, again, once again, we'll be heavily reliant. Oh, all three of us. We're tied in together. All three of us have the Blazers at 10. Team chemistry on point. Nice one, um, boys. Bye, 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 boys. <laughs> I, think, I, I do think, once again, they'll be heavily reliant on Dame. What I will say is that, if Anthony Simons, depending on how much responsibility they give Anthony Simons, he could be in within the picture of most improved player. Because CJ McCollum light. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Adversion. <laughs> the adversion. Adversion. The shitty adversion with heaps of bugs. <laughs> um, I, I don't have a heap to say about the Portland Trailblazers, but That's I think – but I guess with the amount of responsibility on Dame again, if he can stay healthy, do we see a world in which he can – Elevate himself into not not legitimate MVP contender, but maybe like top fringe top. So we'll probably get chatter. Yeah. Um, chatter. Okay. Well, yeah. let, let me pose this question to you, Lee. So do you do you think they're going to finish tenth? Oh well, we've said they'll finish tenth. If you're facing them in the playing game or a do or die game, they're a dangerous team. You would not if you're a ninth seed, hmm. and that's the team you've got to face, the Portland Trailblazers. They are a quality lineup in a do or die game. We've seen what Dame can do. The bye bye to, to OKC there. He's done it countless times. Um, that's not a team you want to face in a do or die game. That's that's literally all. And I wrote this in my notes. That's all the Portland Trailblazers need to do. Just get to the plane. Yeah, they probably have the best chance out of whoever's in that um, four playing spot yep. to come out on top. 
get a sniff. Underrated the signings. Jeremy Grant. Yep. Yeah. Gary yep. Payton from the Warriors there, who's the, the glove glove junior mm. um, on the defensive end. They, they're a Josh Hart. Still jo- got nerve. Josh Hart. Yeah. He's I, got I, Hart. He's got ticker. Um, I think they're a good squad. I think they're dangerous in the plane. I just think they're a little bit lacking on the bench scoring side of things to be a genuine threat. Mm. And it, as I said, the top eight to ten teams, which they fall in, mm. I think are going to be all pretty close. Um, like they might only finish a couple of games games back of six, yeah. um, but mm. I just don't think they're quite there to quite there, get yeah. into a playoff spot. But still, nevertheless, they're going to be a threat. Yep. Anything you want to add, Lee? No, just it seems like they're in between. They're like in a rebuild, but in saying that, they still got players, yeah, in their prime on their team, led by Dame. So yeah, just get to the plane. Well, maybe you want to say more about the Sacramento Kings. God, not a, not much, not much. <laughs> they don't. Have no, a, that's all right. We don't need to give us something. Low on the Kings. I've got them. What have I got them? Eleventh. I've got them eleventh as well. Not right. Okay. Not me. But they don't have a bad roster, but I just don't trust that front office at all. Ever since they traded away Halliburton, um, it went it went down. Oh, it's always been downhill. Big, <laughs> big off-season acquisitions of Kevin Herter from the Hawks, Malik Monk. Yep. Um, got got uh, a big plus in your eyes, I reckon, Ro. Matty Delavidova back Matty from did. Melbourne United there. New um, coach, Mike Brown. Got Keegan Murray in the draft. Yeah. Um, I've got them 11th as well. As I've said time and time again, get my jar ready, Lee. Perennial <laughs> underachievers, um, just the epitome of mediocrity there we go a uh, big couple of big sentences there i think they'll be close to the plane but i think the west, the west is just too stacked for them to make it yeah um as i said just underachievers as you know some some bonus fox mm. those blokes i just mentioned signing there's enough talent there mm, but given there the, given the track record of what they've achieved i just don't think they're going to get there i have them odds at- would suggest no odds would Certainly suggest no. I, I have them at 13th. I think for a team which is... Maybe odds be ever in your favour. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a team who has been so mediocre over the last, what, what do we say, Hunt. 15 years, i tell you what, that's an inspired pick of Matty Delavadova just coming off in that backup PG role. Don't I, don't, I don't mind that. So what, you're back on his horse now after we gave him absolute hell down here at uh, My State Bank Arena at yeah. the Nest? Look, for those, for those who weren't aware... Matty Delavadova did come back to um, to My State Bank Arena against the Tassie Jack Jumpers, and goodness me, you wouldn't have thought he was one of my all time favourite players because we, we were, were giving absolutely him ripping in. We were giving him fair dinkum sledges, but fair enough as well because he was having a fair old crack as well. So yeah, but anyway, um, one one of the main highlights this year, I guess, will be Keegan Murray for mine. I think he will be up there in um, Rookie of the Year contention. He'll have a little bit to do, I think. Yeah. Um, so I think. They they don't they haven't added enough um, to be in true contention um, yeah. for mine. Well, good. Press on with the San Antonio Spurs, another team we probably don't need to linger on for no. too long. No, got them in fifteenth spot. So do I. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Oh, jeez, oh, you're generous. Um, yeah. Big losing Dejounte Murray. That's the main go-to guy. A lot of reliance in your man, um, Nick Keldon Johnson, as the, as the most improved player. I know you're paying for a team that's going to finish last, mm-hmm. probably the worst overall record in the league. But that's still a, that's still a chance of happening. MIP, don't worry. Regardless of if their position is <laughs> terrible or not, I think he's going to improve yeah. massively. He's going to have to. He's going to have to. If they're to. going to win one game this season, he's going to have to improve. He's going to be in a very, very dim spotlight. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to think of a... It's hard to think of a pop-coached team which finishes last, but I think that this year's um, Spurs squad might be that team. That's the only reason I haven't put him 14th. If they'll coach by anyone else... Pops, Pops the reason you've given him a spot. Yeah, he knows how to string at least a couple of Man's going to be coming in with a, with a cane to make <laughs> games. <laughs> drop that Old on. school tactics. He's, Poor um, Pop. We love Pop, but no, 14th. Not 14th. Much, I've got 15th. I think... Devin Vassell and Jakob Pertl will get opportunity mm. to put up points. Um, just outside that and Kelton Johnson, as I said, a hidden gem, my most improved pick. Don't know where their score, scoring is going to come from. Mm-hmm. It always feels as if Popovich, Popovich finds a way to eke out wins. That's what I'm saying. I just don't think that'll be the case this year. I just Who did they pick up against? Sochan? Sochan? Or yeah. Jeremy Sochan, was it? Yeah. Um, cool hair. Joshua Primo, cool as he develops, might get a bit more game time. But mm. outside of that, don't really have much to say. And again, like the Rockets, probably a team we won't touch on too much this year. So, 
uh, lap up that one-minute little recap there of the Spurs. Uh, <laughs> moving ahead to the Utah Jazz. Now, a team I initially had 15th. Mm. Upon looking on their roster, I've, I've, I've bumped them up a couple of spots. Mm. Um, at this point in time, we're looking at a starting five that's going to consist of Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley, Laurie Markman, and Kelly Olenek. Mm. Um, you've got Clarkson, THT, Taylor Horton Tucker, and a few others off the bench. Vanderbilt. Um, Vanderbilt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm high on Vanderbilt. Um, I'm proud of them, though. Uh, mm. As we saw the other day, I think they got big unders for Bogdanovich. Big, big unders. That oh, was, they did, that, was they? that was dumb. That was pure stupidity, the fact that you got Saban Lee and Kelly O'Linick back for a quality player in Bogdanovich. Mm, ponytail. Oh. Despite that, I'm proud of them for embracing the rebuild. It's funny to think it was a, only a season or two ago. As I said, with the 76ers, a mm. team I've always had high hopes on and they've faulted me. That's likewise the Jazz. They're the equivalent in the West. Mm. Yep. Uh, but their fall from grace has been rapid. Like they've just gone head, head first off a uh, off a fifty foot drop there. Um, I think they're certainly they would be pushing to get Wembenyama, yep. um, especially with Rudy Gobert leaving, filling that big man spot because Kelly Olynyk is not it. Mm. Um, I think they'll be competitive. I think they'll be competitive somewhat, but mm. ideally you don't want them to win games. Like I reckon, that's if, not their if, if, if they're winning, winning heading into the last quarter, mm. I reckon they'll just tank it. Um, I hope Sexton and Markkinen, blokes I've mentioned in the offseason, can now flourish in a new environment. Um, but I think certainly on that def- defensive end, without Gobert, they've lost their identity. Um, they'll probably score a heap of points because mm. they're just running gun-type gun players, especially you know Se- Sexton, um, even Clarkson coming off the bench. Mm. But for as many points as they score, they're going to give up equally more. Yeah, so, they will. Um, right. Yeah, I've got them thirteenth. Uh, okay, I have them twelfth. Um, the only reason I had them above 15, 13, and fourteen, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Come again, mate. Back to backs, mate. Yeah. The, the, only, on the only reason I had them above 15, 14, 13 was because they do <laughs> they do have enough good players to string together. At They've least got NBA-level players, yeah, don't they? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just feel bad. Who, who's their, who's jazz coach? Uh, Will Hardy now. Like, mm. like, how do you coach a team that is trying to tank but has good <laughs> and, players And, and on that's your still. first time as a head coach. Yeah. Imagine that. That's... He's in a tricky position. Absolutely. Even cool. tricky, Great point. Even trickier position because... It's not like they've gone with the all-out rebuild because if they've gone with the all-out rebuild, they would have gotten rid of every single I, last I, player I, I that think they had. I think they still will. I think yeah. Con- Conley will still go. Yeah. Um, well, Clarko. Bob, Bob what are they do Clarkson, Clarkson might go as well. Um, I think Conley and Clarkson are probably still mm, going to go, mm, yeah. whether that I be think before they, the season or in, in the first couple of months. And I think they should. And yeah. I think they should. Roy, what have you got there, mate? Um, I've got them at the 11th spot in the West. Um, th- th- they've really thrown out the baby with the bathwater, haven't they? Like the Utah Jazz. You don't like, want to do that. Once they crack skull on the ears of the hard floor. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Um, once they got rid of Quinn Snyder, you sort of saw the future occurring before your very eyes. I guess the Donovan Mitchell trade was a little bit of a surprise in the end because yeah. once they got rid of Rudy Gobert, you thought, oh, okay. So that's the one that they decided to get rid of, but they ended up getting rid of the entire the whole lot, both. Um, core. Mitchell, Gobert, Bogdanovich, probably Conley, probably Clarkson. That's yep. all, everything not nailed down is going. For sure. And I think now they need to fully commit, as, as we were discussing, to the rebuild. They've got enough players to be competitive, which is why I put them in the 11th spot. But what they really should do is get rid of their remaining key players and yeah. really go from the bottom up because, you know, the squad that they've got at the moment isn't going to reach huge heights. So... Um, Very good. Yeah, they need to. They need to still take action. What are they like, do? What are they going to do? Are they going to just try? Because it's not like they have draft picks or any. Oh, uh, they they did get quite a bit for Gobert. They got it quite a bit. For, they, they got, got a bit of depth. They've, but, got, they've got enough there but, now. But they've got serviceable players. So are they going to try build their value to trade them too? Or well, they'll they'll like players like Conley and um, you know they'll they'll just they'll build that war chest and just yeah. really go for the fences. Um, yep. Fellas, the Western Conference done and dusted. Fifteen teams, very well done there. Big shift at Lee. Back to back, back to back. Jacks here for the boys. Mm-hmm. Let's rattle through from fifteen to one, um, and we'll let our our faithful listeners out there for episode two of season four mm-hmm. see who did the best job here. Okay, fifteen to one. OKC Thunder, San Antonio Spurs. Thirteen is Houston Rockets. Twelve is Jazz. The Kings at 11, Portland at 10, 
Nine is the Lakers. Eight is the Grizzlies. I've got the Timberwolves at seven. I've got the Pelicans at six. Five is Dallas. Four is Phoenix. And rounding out three, two, one, I've got Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, and the Clippers at the number one spot in the regular season. Great work, mate. Rattle them off. Um, Rattle them off. Uh, Starting from 15 to one, we've got the Spurs, the Rockets, the Jazz in 13th, followed by OKC, the Sacramento Kings, the Portland Trailblazers, Minnesota is ninth, uh, followed by then Dallas, the Nuggets, Pelicans, um, and there your top five is the Phoenix Suns, the LA Lakers, and rounding out the top three is the Memphis Grizzlies, the LA Clippers, and my number one pick, the reigning defending champions of the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, rounding out my Western Conference predicted standings for the upcoming season. We love that. And to finish off for mine, I'm a bit more prepared this time around. <laughs> Good man. You are all over it. Starting at 15th, we've got the Spurs, 14th OKC, 13th Sacramento, Houston, Utah, Portland, Minnesota. We're into the top eight. Lakers, New Orleans, Dallas, Denver, and then the top four, Memphis Grizzlies, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, and Los Angeles Clippers. For any of our listeners out there, that's probably pretty hard to process the way we've done that. We might try and put something up during the week or however we decide to do it. Oh, our listener base has got a very high IQ. High IQ. We we only attract smart cookies. Yeah. Um, Goes without saying. Absolutely. Demographic. Fellas, just quickly, shout out. Um, I should have said it on our first episode back, but I know we've done back-to-backs here, so I'll say it now. Very, very excited for Season 4. Stoked to have you guys back. Welcome. Off uh, with a bang. Stoked. Very well done on our return. Back-to-back jacks for the first time in four seasons. Huge. Goodness me. Um, guys, as always, continue to stay up to the date with the show. The NBL is now officially underway. The NBA is just around the corner. We're going to be your one-stop shop for everything NBA and NBL related, so be sure to hit the subscribe, follow button, follow all the socials. Mm. Uh, we go away. Well, we're actually we're, by the time this comes out, we will be away. We will be away. Um, Think on, of us on our return. I'll be here. You'll be here holding down the fort, mate. Good man. Someone's <laughs> going to fly the flag. But um, be sure to keep tuned. Looking at uh, starting a second episode a week, uh, purely you know a 35, 30 to forty-five minute show focused purely on the NBL. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, be sure to tell a friend about the show. Keep spread the word. Season four is going to be our biggest and best yet. Guys, let's wrap her up there because we're absolutely beat after doing the, the double number. So, Goodness, as always, have a great week. Keep up to date with everything going on in the basketball world. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Ciao.